Welcome to Bliss Beyond Fear. Your hosts, Des, a transformational life coach, and Gina Marie, a personal development mentor, are here to help you have confidence, embrace your worth, and find your joy. Des and Gina Marie are fierce friends and lifestyle entrepreneurs that will encourage you to have faith, elevate your mindset, and take action so you can achieve the results you desire. They believe that an abundant life is sustained by overcoming your fears through creating a circle that elevates you and rises with you. Your blissful journey begins now. Welcome back to the Bliss Beyond Fear podcast. We're so happy that you're here listening today. With Des and Gina Marie, your Yeah, hosts. with us. We're here. You and me. You and me. Me and you. And all the things. And we're doing our favorite thing, which is processing. Yes. Ooh. Yes. That rhymed. Yeah. Point that out. Got skills to pay the bills. <laughs> Boom. All right. This whole episode is actually going to be a poem. Oh, yeah, good luck with that. A haiku, perhaps. Ah, we're just excited. I think we have a question that we need to answer. We do. Let's get to the question. Hi, Des and Jean Marie. This is Stephanie in Sonoma County. I have a quick question for you regarding uh, women and our relationships with each other. Um, and basically, why is it so hard for women to lift other women up? Why is that such a challenge for us? It is a challenge for us, isn't it? Stephanie, that is a very good question. Why is it so hard for us to lift each other up is Stephanie's question. You know, it's the difference between competing with somebody or complimenting somebody. Like how do you, you know, compliment and collaborate and be on the same team and, and, have that spirit around women. And it definitely is. It's a thing. Well, and so I'm curious, Gina Marie, what where are you curious about that? I'm curious. Where do you think that comes from? So if, if insecurities. we insecurities. Insecurity. I think I think if, if you go right to the root of the problem, it a, a secure woman can compliment a woman. I think that when people feel insecure, that's when they compete. I think competition is good in like a spirit in a a healthy way. Mm -hmm. So I think of something extreme like Mean Girls. Mm You've seen the movie Mean Girls with Rachel McAdams and and all those cute cute little Mean Girls. Um, But that's that's the essence. Maybe exaggerated, right? Mm -hmm. Where they display on the on the outside a sense of oh no you're my friend but i have to be cuter than you right. and i have to get you're the a guy friend of me yeah you know <laughs> you have to be the one that it's there's always an up level yes. that has to happen it's okay mm-hmm. as long as you're the one that mm-hmm. got the things or gets the compliments or whatever the case is and that was i i would i would think about that when i watched that movie like I- I have to say that within our group of friends, within our tribe, it's so beautiful to see how we do complement each other and how we do collaborate with each other with being able to encourage. Like, we, you know, one of our running mates is Heather Solid, right? And she's got her, her solid nutrition business. And we are just always just 
iron sharpening iron with each other. Like she's got great points and she's got great motivation. And when I see something that she's posted, I'm like, yeah, girl, it makes me want to like, it motivates me. And, and then, you know, when she's feeling like, oh, I need some encouragement. She'll call me and we, you know, we go back and forth and we talk about, we'll process process things. And, you know, there is no gain for me in that, in helping her. I get joy. There's a gain, you know, in being able to help her. But a lot of women actually get joy in holding things back. I'm not well, going to tell you all the things because I don't want you to know that there's there there's this angle or that there's this app or that there's this, you know. Withholding information yeah, that yeah. could be useful. But I think, you know, in that example, which Heather's doing amazing with her business balanced wellness shout out to her we can't wait for you to hear her on a future podcast episode but um it's the difference between being able to have that processing back and forth um doing what you just described which is interesting like withholding information or doing we've talked about savers and drainers before so go back and revisit those episodes but having a drainer mentality which is something like not just withholding information, but not even uplifting the person in a way to encourage them, almost questioning them like, oh, well, why are you doing that? Like, oh, that's going to take a lot of effort. Are you sure? Are you sure you can do that? I mean, there's also that attitude of like, of, oh, that's so much work. That's so much effort. That's going to cost money. It's all the things that would discourage versus encourage somebody to do something. And that, that can happen. With, I mean, it can happen with men too. That but, can happen. But, well, you, you know, know I mean, sometimes, sometimes people actually have goodwill intentions to question it because they're curious. You know, mm-hmm. Sometimes people, you know, read in a little bit more into yep. it and they're just, they actually are curious. Like, why would you want to do that? And then there's those times when you can feel it and you know that they're judgy McJudgy or, you exactly. know, kind of putting you down. Exactly. And so that is. So those are the examples, right? So we're talking about withholding information. We're talking about being a naysayer, being a drainer mentality. So what what would it look like if you just flip the script on that? So in some of those scenarios, instead of withholding, you know, what would it look like to be a compliment and a collaborator? I think it's I think it's very fulfilling. I love encouraging people and seeing them. I mean, that's a great compliment when I encourage somebody to do something and then they do it you know, secretly. I'll just say this because there's the narcissist in me. I'm like, hmm, that was me. Encourage them. <laughs> pat on the back. No. <laughs> well, I mean, but it's to their gain. I mean, you know, I, I don't typically hold back compliments. I think it's part of that is because of my temperament. Because I'm a little bit of an extrovert. I'm an extra extrovert. So, you know, we're, Wes and I are walking on the path the other day. This woman had a shirt on that said something about cancer. And, you know, I looked at that and I'm thinking that woman in front of me might have a story. And it was an inspirational quote about like surviving cancer or something like that. And I took that opportunity to just light, I don't know if it lit up her day or not, but I just, as we're walking by, I said, I looked at her and I said, I love your shirt. 
And this was in a time when, you know, we're not supposed to be together and nobody can nobody can see other people. You know, we're walking, just doing our exercise, staying away from each other. And and she said, thank you. You know, taking those opportunities. I mean, I'll talk to anybody anytime. I think a lot of people hold back compliments. Like I was saying, goes back to your insecurities. Like, what's going to happen if you say something to them, you know, like what, what's the story that you're saying in your mind? If I tell that person that they have pretty eyes because I'm thinking it right now, what bad is going to come from that? If I compliment them and I say, I've noticed that you've been working really, really hard and I've just got so much respect for you. What bad's going to come from that? Only good is going to come from, from complimenting somebody mm-hmm. unless it's a backhanded compliment. Well, well, that's a whole nother story. No, but I typically, you know, you're kind of a loser. But today you didn't. You weren't so much of a loser. (laughs) You know, normally you're a one, but I think you could be a one and a half today. Not so shabby. I know, right? There's this. (laughs) Oh man, that's like an episode of some kind of something. I don't know, Desperate Housewives. Or, um, I think you're you're really accurate on that with insecurity when you're secure it's not about you having to prove something you having to compete or be better than something and i think there is a charisma and an energy by feeding off of things that are great around you so if you see somebody doing something that you aspire to for example it's like you can look at it as a learning opportunity How can you look at that and go, oh my gosh, I've always wanted to get better at speaking another language, at public speaking, at writing, Mm -hmm. at playing music. You know, when you see somebody doing something that's admirable, one is complimenting them and two is learning from them. How, How do they do that? I think when you have an attitude of curiosity, then... You're not trying to compete for yeah. anything. You're just open to learning new information. I think I think a lot of women also, when they're not collaborating or complimenting, it's they're they're having fear based scarcity mentality. Like there's not enough to go around. Mm-hmm. Like we we have to have the only event in town that does this. They're copying us, you mm-hmm. know. It's like, no, well, you know what? So- That's it's all good because actually they're they're doing that brings more attention to you. I remember hearing a story about how Gallo Wines came to Napa Valley mm-hmm. and he had such an abundance mentality. There was enough to go around that what he did was he took all of the vintners and, and wineries from around the area and he invited them to come in. So they would come, they would come winemakers and they would come over and, and instead of him just inviting them to come to talk to him, he invited everybody in the community like a networking? Yes, and came over. Guess what that did today? It put Napa Valley on the map. It made it great for everybody. Everybody knows Napa Valley. Yeah, yeah. There's nobody that so, doesn't. So when you're collaborating with other people, like, you know, Desiree and I are constantly collaborating. Constantly. 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 With, like, Tammy that's going to come out. Tell yes. a little bit about that. Yeah, Tammy, she is the founder of WO3, and she developed a day 
that is in March. It's usually March 28th. Yep. I think it was, yeah, it's always like the last uh, Saturday this, this in March. last year, we couldn't do this because of, of the, was the, like whole, the heat of the pandemic. Yeah, but. the whole COVID situation. Well, she is a, she's a business owner. And as a result of her passion for uh, small businesses and empowering women, she created an organization which the purpose is to uplift women, empower women, and so encourage them to come together. Yes, yes. So on um, March 28th, um, or last Saturday in March, it is a day where women either share how they collaborate together or you contribute to small women businesses. Right. So that could be promoting them. It could be purchasing a product or a service from them. Um, and it's just a um, imagine, like if you just imagine that for a second, everybody, let's just say spend $5 today. Yeah. Every single person spend $5 on a women-owned business how much you know you would contribute just on that day right massive right massive and that so that is the opposite that is knowing that when we there's power in numbers oh my gosh and women are so powerful when they collaborate together that's magnificent so that's that's a tremendous example and so so we meet Tammy right okay this could this could go both ways right mm-hmm. we could be like you know you come into the situation there's a function going on mm-hmm who is this what is she doing does she have more followers than we have what hmm well she's doing that but we're doing this no we're no. like hi we want to meet you how can we help you and she's like like this how can how can I help you guys and and it's this wonderful beautiful thing where we're collaborating with each other and there's enough to go around and we're not insecure about that dividends are paid when you pay it forward it is not always about receiving something the the beauty in giving is that you you're helping you're you're truly in that spirit of service and when you have that attitude you attract that back so much right and so and and it might not be from the person that you give to yeah you know i know that there were so many in my life when i went through everything with jeff there were so many people that came forward and helped us with with meals and with things and and just being there for me that I honestly could never pay back. I just, I could never pay back the stuff that they, that they did for me. And I may never have anything that could ever give back to them in the way that they gave to me. But I give back in different areas to different people and they give back, you know, and I don't expect anything from them when I'm giving to them. It's just that beautiful dynamic that you can live in you can be secure in mm-hmm. in knowing that you know to be able to receive the compliment is one thing as well mm-hmm. you know be able to receive that and also be able to give that well and then there is like a healthy way a healthier way to think about compete and i know jean marie you're familiar with this because you had the Simon Sinek experience with the infinite games, Mm -hmm. right? When you think in terms of infinite, which is one of his books, so you go out and buy that, is you're thinking about competition in a way, again, it goes back to learning, you know? So that'd be like, if you don't open up a restaurant because there's another restaurant, you know, like there's Nike and there's Adidas and there's, you know, all these brands. I mean, it's like, oh, there's a Starbucks. Okay, never mind. 
you know, Pete's coffee. I mean, it's, you learn from the people who are doing things in the space that you're in. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And you're, oh my gosh, look at their marketing techniques or look at this or look at that. You can learn. Absolutely. So we, we have within our town, um, three really cool mom and pop, um, coffee shops. My son in love has Willie's Bagels, best bagels around. If you're ever in Brentwood, California, it's got to be a stop. Um, gourmet bagels are just fabulous. Then we have Chill Coffee, mm-hmm. my favorite place to get a hella dirty chai latte. So good. And then we have, oh, we have Sip and Scoops, right? Which has, it's another mom and pop shop, amazing story, the best. Italian ice. Oh, so good. Yes. Oh yes. My gosh. One named after Jeff, the big daddy. Mm. <laughs> and and so all of these businesses we support. And I love it that I came in one time and Vicky Little from Sip and Scoop was at Chill. And I'm like, you know, immediately I'm like, what are you doing in here? And she's like, um, I like to come here too. Like they support each other. And Chill's like, um, we love the bagels over at Willie's. Like they have the best bagels around. And you have an attitude of abundance and and think to yourself, okay, hey, Brentwood's really cool. They're known for really cool coffee shops. Let's go here for this and go there for that. You know, mm-hmm. versus being like, no, we can be the only one on the map. And everybody has to come to us all the time. And yeah. if you're somewhere else, ooh, you're a cheater. You cheated, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's, I mean, so those are two little nuggets right there. Yeah, so I mean, they, yeah, it was so beautiful to see these women that were like, she's, Vicky's confident enough to know that if somebody wants to come to her business, they'll come to her business. And, you know, her going to Yvette's business isn't going to be a bad thing. It's right. a great thing. Definitely. Come together. You have a voice and a message, but it can be hard to raise your voice above the noise. So how do you reach your audience and inspire them to take action? How do you increase your influence, grow your network, and drive engagement? Podcasting is a powerful way to build a connection with your audience and turn that crowd into a community. But where do you start? Rockwood Audio works with entrepreneurs and businesses to design and craft high-quality, smart content that fits your brand like a glove. Rockwood's podcast launch package includes one-to-one coaching and development, strategic and technical support, audio and visual branding, broadcast quality editing and production, and even distribution and setup. They'll get you from idea to iTunes in half the time with a great-sounding show that your audience will love. They even wrote the theme music for this show. And Rockwood's subscription editing, production, and publishing services takes away the hassle so you can focus on what's important. For a free consultation, go to rockwoodaudio.com. That's R-O-K-K-Wood.com. Rockwood Audio. Brand out loud. The world is listening. So insecurity, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. You got to work on that and flip the script on that. Mm-hmm. And then looking at learning instead of having a divisive mentality or a scarcity attitude, you know, leaning into abundance is another another mindset Absolutely. thing. Um, and I think, you know, 
also reflect on this in all the areas of your life, right? So there's, so there could be friendships. As you show up in your friendships, are you are you uplifting? Are you do you compliment your friends? Do you support your friends when they're going through different things, or are you you know having a poor attitude? Also in the workplace, that's a really easy place to have competition. You know when you're Absolutely. dealing with things like maybe oh, sales, right? right? Like oh my gosh, right. um, people are competing for the same things, or they're tra- is is that are you going to get that one or am I going to get that one? Right. You know, there's right. that mentality, or it could be like a promotion. It's like yeah. oh, we know there's only so many spots. Yeah. You know, am I gonna am I gonna get it or you are you know, gonna get it's it? It's interesting. Right? <laughs> when, okay, so I worked with somebody one time when I was pouring. And, you know, in every once in a while, when I was working at the vineyard, I would work at um, in the tasting room and we'd all be there. And, um, you know, we love our wine club and we're promoting it and everything. There's a little bit of competition there. That's good. I mean, it's good to have a little competition because it like keeps friendly, you, it wakes you up, fun, you know, yeah. if it's like it, may, it leads a little bit of urgency. But there could be some times when it's like seriously, you need to calm down. Like, like you're jumping all over the people because you're trying to get, you know, get the wine club or whatever. And there was this one, um, this one worker that, that worked there that was always like, just all about the tip, you know, just was like, you know, when the tips came in, it was like, how are we going to split that? And if there's like an extra penny, she wanted the extra penny, you know, and everything. And I don't want to be that person. Nobody, it never made, I was just like, whatever, you could have it. I'm like, seriously, we're talking about five bucks or what, you know, what are we talking about? It's, you know, yeah. it's not like a five-star dinner. It's, you know, a tasting room tip. And to be the opposite, to be competitive in, in like we're talking about, to compete, it alienated us. Mm. Like, you know, somebody quit because of it. It was like, I just, because they didn't have the right personality to you know, be bold or whatever. I mean, I I knew where that lane was, left it in that lane. It is what they are, whatever. D- it didn't bother me. I I knew that it was a mentality that I did not want to have. It was not pretty mm-hmm. to see what that looked like. And I learned from it. I think that it's just so encouraging to know that nothing... Nothing bad is going to come from your heart being in the right place and trying to help somebody to compliment them on what they're doing or to collaborate with them. And and I just want to encourage you to be that light. Yeah. Be a saver. Be, be somebody a saver. who supports, is aligned, adds value elevates people and is rising themselves. Mm-hmm. Be a saver. Like that's what I want to be known for. I don't want to be a drainer. I mean, you can go about it both ways. You yeah. know, step on everybody and get the last penny and, you know, keep all the good deals to yourself. Mm-hmm. Or you could be a saver and be supportive. And I always think about, you know, and when they say, what's the legacy that you want to leave behind? Mm. What's the, what do you want people to say at your eulogy? Right. And it's never that's funny because it's never about like how much you had or, oh, my gosh, that Bob, he really did have a lot of money, didn't he? Did he? I mean, like you don't hear that. Right. Or you don't hear like that should be one of our things in our mastermind group. We should have everybody write their eulogy. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. 
Ooh, that's a good one. Oh, take note of that. Take note. Take note. <laughs> but that's true, right? You know, it's not, it's what kind of person were they? How do they make people feel? What kind of memories did you have? What kind of things were you inspired by? I was just on my messenger and I was messaging somebody. You know how when you go on Messenger, the last message that came in pops up and and it just so happened that this friend that I was randomly thinking about, um, I hadn't heard from her since Jeff was in the hospital. And at this point, we didn't know if he was going to make it or not. And so I was reading what she said and it was, and it was so beautiful. She was saying, I, you know, I'm praying for your family. I'm so hard that I'm so sad that you're going through this. She said, I will always remember how Jeff made me feel when I was pregnant. I was going through a divorce. I had found out that my husband, she's three months pregnant. She found out that her husband was cheating on her. She felt so alone because she moved out here away from all of her family. And Jeff and I came over. And we just wanted, when we found out, we just came to her. Both of us came to her and Jeff brought her a Bible and I think he probably wrote her name in it. And she said, having at that time, having a man, when she's thinking all men are scum at this point, Mm. like how can a man do that? Some people do that. They lump it all in. How can, she goes, I don't remember what he said to me, but I remember how he made me feel. Maya Angelou right there. It's a true fact. It is. People remember how you make them feel. Absolutely. You know, those are those are the details of life. It's the yes. small things. Yes. It's not the it's not even the tangible things. It's the things that those are the memories, yeah. you know. That's why we savor things like pictures, songs. Yes. Yes. How often does when you hear a song, does it not take you back? You're like, "Oh my gosh, yep, that was 8th grade. I was dancing with so and so." He brought I'm me a rose, <laughs> you know, but, but I think it, it, it fundamentally goes to, I know the philosophy that you and I believe in, which is abundance, Givers connection. Gain. That's right. Givers gain. It's, it's, it's that. And so competition, if it is intended to be malicious and negative. To encourage both of you. Yeah. I mean, a competition is good when it can encourage both of you. Yeah. So like Wes and I have a little bit of competition in our relationship that keeps us both on our toes. And and it shows up when we're working out, mm-hmm. right? Like, like, you know, he's watching how many burpees I'm doing, you know? <laughs> there's some things I'm good at and there's some things he's good at, you know? And then when his legs are stretching so fast, I got to keep up with him. You know what I mean? And, and I know that, oh, Dang it, he worked out. I got a freaking workout now, you know? And I know that when I work out, he loves it. He loves that his woman works out. But there's a part of him that's like, can't be making me look bad, right? And that's that's good, right? It's healthy. What are we benefiting from that? We're both benefiting physically. It's um, there's no bad feelings from it. That's a that's a good healthy competition when it's encouraging right when it when it's like accountability it, when it's pushing accountability you. can be a co- competition a little bit right like oh i'm accountable to her and she's gonna bring in the chart and i'm supposed to bring in a chart and oh, i know how desiree is with charts i better you know try my hardest to be good at charts whereas 
if I didn't have you to compare to and nobody was going to see the chart and there's no accountability, mm. but where's my crayons? Like, I'll just sketch this out real quick. I don't even care. Yeah. But there's that healthy, like, yeah. I know Des is going to be good at this. Okay. Well, and that's why they put those different shows together, right? I mean, if you look at all, I mean, everything from The Biggest Loser to Family Feud to Jeopardy to, you know, Wheel of Fortune. I mean, there's all this little competition. Now, you know, there's only going to be one winner. Right. But right. it keeps you on your game. <laughs> Absolutely. Because you're like, oh, gosh, I got to I got to step up my game here and and still feel happy. Yeah. For someone else, yeah. even if you're if you're not the winner. Wes and I watched um, a series I would highly recommend. It's called Strong. And it took, I think it was 10 women that each had their own personal trainer that, that were, it wasn't like Biggest Loser. It was, you know, like averagely out of shape, you know, <laughs> so <laughs> basically, you know, kind of, you know, you would look at them and you'd be like, you know, you wouldn't be like, oh my gosh, how do they get around in a day? You know, it, it's not life changing big. You know how sometimes when you're really, really big, it's, it can be life changing big. Like, oh, like, like on, like you can't um, go like on TLC or whatever. When yeah. they have the half ton yeah. person or yeah. something. Like, so, not so like that. all that to say, I think it, it was, it was relatable. And it was so beautiful to see they have these different competitions and how they are competing with each other. But what's the win? The win is that they're all going to be physically fit. And it was so inspirational. And it was great to see them all. That was a little bit of gameplay because, you know, you got to do that with a reality show. But that is one that I would highly recommend for a good example of a healthy competition, you know, something that's inspiring, something we really enjoyed. Yeah. That was a little extra bonus. Nice. Yeah, a little tangent. Oh, always good. It's always good to have a recommendation, whether it's a book, whether it's for entertainment value, like watching a show. Right. See, I could have held that in myself, never told any of you that. No. Now you know. Go check but out no, Strong. Because it's abundant. That's an yeah. advertisement. Yeah. Well, this has been a great process. Yes. I hope that, that you are feeling encouraged and motivated. To compliment and collaborate. Yes. Good will come of it. It's a win-win. Be secure enough in yourself that if you if you see somebody, you know that that has a pretty feature, make their day. If you see something, them. say something. It goes both ways. If it's bad, you know you got to report it. But when it's good, you compliment it. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Is that a, is that a human resource uh, reference there? Yeah, I've been doing a lot of work <laughs> lately, so it all it all just. Just connects just together. Kinda, kinda got in it's, there. it's already making me think of my gratitude attitude. I'm already going to the next segment of the episode. All right, then. <laughs> and with that, it's time, time for, for our gratitude, gratitude attitude. So I am beyond grateful for the colleagues that I have in my consulting firm because we've been under a lot of pressure with uh, COVID-19 as the world is. That is not unique to me, but there are problems that we have to solve very quickly for how to work in this type of environment in an effective way, in an efficient way, but that can still maximize the results for our clients. So anyways, long story short, we're having to make some tough decisions very quickly and I'm so grateful actually connected to our episode on collaborating is that 
everybody rallied together for the cause and just working with some of the best and brightest people to have us use our brain power for good. You know, what good is going to come for the development and growth of our people, for our clients, for our company, and really having that spirit amongst us is to support each other and and, and come together for a common oh my gosh, goal. That's so, awesome. so as much as it's stressful and kind of chaotic, when you're working towards something together, it makes the it makes the biggest difference. So I'm definitely grateful for that level of collaboration and intellectual capability to be okay. able to to pull off these kinds of things quickly. That's awesome. And I'm just so thankful for you and your team doing all that you're doing all over the place. So awesome. Shout out. Some applause. Woo. For my gratitude, I am grateful for a beautiful story about forgiveness. Mm. So back before you and I met, Mm -hmm. I had a girlfriend that I lost to judgment. You know, there was, you know, situation that happened where... I was really judging her in in an area that she was doing in parenting and had all of these opinions about everything in a judgmental way. And she was making me feel judged in how I was processing the whole Jeff situation and wasn't giving me grace that I was needing in the moment. And from that sparked what we have here at Blissful Fortitude and really that that loss of that friendship helped me realize what I had done, how I could do things better and learn from it and move forward. But I didn't know if I would ever be able to get a chance, you know, back with that friend again. And um, Tammy was, you know, Aunt Tammy to the girls, super giving, super sweet, heart always in the right place. Like this woman is just, um, I literally never would do anything mean to anyone ever. Um, Just the sweetest woman. And, you know, that was taken from my kids. Like that time was taken, that relationship. And um, she's actually going to change her name to Danielle. She's always wanted to be Danielle. And she's like, you know what? I think I'm going to change my name. I'm like, okay. It's going to be hard for me to remember to call her Danielle because I'm used to calling her Tammy. But um, she came back and she has been spending time with the girls. And they are so happy to have their aunt back. And I'm happy to have her in my life. And I'm in such a... I feel like I'm such a better place to be able to, you know, be there for her um, in a non-judgmental way when she has problems to just, you know, kind of work through them with her and not be, you know, judgy McJudgy and and build any kind of resentment from that. And, you know, because that pushed that pushed her away. So, you know, I'm thankful that I can work on a saver relationship where I'm supporting her and aligned with what she's trying to do and va- add value to her life and, you know, elevate her as I'm rising. So, yeah, that is what I am grateful for. That's second awesome. chances and forgiveness. Oh, it's so beautiful. It's such a blessing. So what are you thankful for today? Yes. That is always a wonderful reflection Say to it have. Say it out loud right now. Say what, it are, what are you thankful for? What is it? 
There's always something. There's always something. So with that, we, we thank you for being here with us. We We're thank grateful you for, for you. your support. And we would appreciate if you share this podcast episode. Rate and review it. Mm-hmm. Please do that. We we read the comments. If you want to call us, you can reach us at 1-833-MY-BLISS, 1-833-692-5477. You can connect with our Facebook group, which is Blissful Fortitude Circle. You can find us on Instagram at Blissful Fortitude. You can email us at hello at blissfulfortitude.com. Awesome. We'd love to be there for you. If you have any questions that you want answered, rhetorical or personal, we are here. We love processing this with you. We're so thankful for your support. Yes. And with that... May your faith be greater than your fears. And remember, you are your only limit, so take action today. Thanks for listening to the Bliss Beyond Beyond Fear Fear Podcast. podcast.